looks like Putin's ceasefire has lasted a record short length of time. As far as we can tell, it lasted zero minutes. But there are still some changes to the front, and maybe Ukraine is finally pushing back on Russian actions north of Bakhmut. Let's get into all of it. Okay, first and foremost, when we look at the control map, you guys can see that there's been some changes. Uh, Ukrainian forces have actually secured what's being referred to, what they're calling the Artemsil plant in Solidar. You can see this is a key rail line uh, in the city of Solidar. This is uh, a probably... Uh, as close to a lightning advance as we're liable to see from Russian forces. You guys can see they really were uh, slogging it out in Batmutsky, um, and they have just simply continued to advance and advance. You can see here, this is the uh, plant and train station, and Russian forces are trying to press their advantage. Uh, it's very likely that this entire christmas ceasefire was just a ruse to try to get ukrainian forces to not counterattack as the russians continue to advance we talked about this yesterday and i'd say it's pretty much proven correct but solidar is really i can't emphasize enough it's it's important that ukrainian forces hold it you guys can see it represents in many ways a gateway to bakhmut um via krasnahora and if they are able to control it, um, they will get, if not direct access to Bakhmut, right? They'll still have to turn south and take cross Nahora, but it will put a whole new set of Ukrainian forces potentially in range of Russian artillery and will be another axis along which Russian forces can advance and pressure Bakhmut defenders. Again, as we've seen, the more you become the salient, the harder it is to sustain a defensive operations. And if they can encircle Bakhmut even halfway, they'll be Ukrainian forces in Bakhmut would be potentially looking at uh, attacks from the north, from the east, and from the south, which is a tough nut to crack. Uh, that said, Solidar is uh, currently uh, being held, uh, and this is actually, I think, from a Twitter post um, where, or a Telegram video, where literally it's a Ukrainian sergeant who is reporting, hey, I am still in the um, uh, the plant here. It is still held by Ukrainian forces. Reports of Solidar's demise have been greatly exaggerated. So uh, truly a Chad move. Um, as always, guys, of course, uh, if you want to see all of the leaked combat videos, uh, the kind that I can't do an analysis of here on the YouTube platform, those are all on the Patreon. Be sure to check it out. Uh, the new video just dropped yesterday. Um, we had the tank firing point blank at the Russian trench lines. Uh, we took a look at some uh, the Santa Claus deploying Ukraine uh, uh, fighter pilot. Um, and of course, we got some POV footage from uh, the uh, Azov group, uh, Azov battalion. Uh, and we actually identified where the fighting was taking place. So that was kind of cool. Anyway, um, moving on, we look at War Mapper who's reporting the similar thing. Um, this is reporting that Russian forces have entered the eastern town of Pidhorodne, uh, which you guys can see puts it right here. Um, so what's not clear is whether or not this is a planned 
I suspect this is probably just a Russian advance full stop. Um, though it's possible that this is part of a deliberate Ukrainian withdrawal effort, believing that they've inflicted enough casualties on the Russians. But I don't think that's the case. I think this is actually Russians achieving uh, meaningful battlefield success after a huge volume of dead mobilized soldiers. Ooh, I hope I can still say that. Um, so anyway, that's probably the biggest update. Of course, what's fascinating to me uh, is some of the responses inside Russia uh, about Putin's decision to have a ceasefire unilaterally. Obviously, didn't really, um, uh, didn't really have any meaningful battlefield effects. Um, but for example, one blogger, uh, Igor Girkin, called the ceasefire a bold and decisive step towards defeat and surrender. Uh, probably deeply, uh, probably a little bit of sarcasm there. Um, and criticized Russian leadership for failing to learn the outcome of previous ceasefires over the last eight years. What he's referring to is Donbas separatists who there have been repeated brokered ceasefires and peace agreements that usually last days or weeks before one side or the other violates the terms. Um, we also see what I found even more fascinating is that, let's see if we can find it here, um but, 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 here we go many people one of putin's sort of angles of propaganda in this conflict is that he is a protector of russian values and he frames russia's religious and moral values uh as juxtaposed against the westernized values of ukraine and when we look, we can see that it makes for some strange, strange outcomes. For example, uh, you know, the Dmitry Mendeyev, a Putin lackey, uh, said that uh, Putin was offering the hand to Christian mercy uh, to Ukraine and that Ukraine rejected it because Ukraine lacks faith. Uh, but what's interesting, uh, Chechen Special Forces Commander uh, Abdi Aldulinov uh, said that the ceasefire uh, had was uh, called Putin a true believing Christian and noted that Jesus is a revered prophet in Islam uh, and that Ukraine was practicing Satanism. And this is fascinating, of course, because uh, Muslims and uh, Orthodox Christians are opposed to each other. Russia has a pretty robust track record in the Middle East of <clears throat> killing at least some uh, Muslims and their support for uh, the government of Bashar al-Assad Bashar al-Assad in Syria. Um, <clears throat> so seeing, of course, Chechens, uh, particularly Chechens who really generally do not have a high opinion of Russians, um, seeing them praise Christians and suddenly become, uh, suddenly put those coexist bumper stickers on their Nissans uh, is a weird turn that I wasn't really expecting to see. Um, but again, it's part of uh, Russian propaganda efforts to try to get various religious minority groups within the Russian armed forces to see a common enemy by framing Ukraine as an immoral enemy whose lack of faith transcends and offends Christians and Muslims alike. 
yeah, the propaganda spin, man, it, it, it only gets weirder. Um, that's all I had for you guys for today. Have a good weekend. Um, of course, thanks to the patrons of Patreon, and especially thanks to my lieutenant tier patrons. And I'm going to see all of you guys in the next one. Oh, and the link to Patreon is right there in the description. See you next one.